So what does this mean? We are no longer debtors to the flesh. An interesting uh, phraseology. Well, of course, all of Paul's uh, phraseology is interesting. Um, But we need to get behind that and find out what the meaning of this verse is, if we can. So let's uh, see what we can find in it, shall we? Colin Cook here, and how it happens, a broadcast on the good news of the gospel. We look at the gospel as the heart of God, because God, in his love, sent his Son, and his Son not only reveals the heart of God by his teaching and his miracles and his grace and mercy, but also by his atoning death, where God took the judgment of the world upon himself in the person of his Son. So, in the gospel, we discover God's heart. And when we discover God's heart, we dare, like sort of timid, uh, previously abused puppies, approach him, um, head cowering, until we find confidence in him to jump up and down all upon the Lord God himself. This is how we are before God once we know he is uh, safe and we are safe in his care. This program will actually train your faith. I hope you will join me on a daily basis so that your faith can be trained. Why should our faith be trained? Because our trust and faith has been severely damaged by sin. Not only our sin, but the sin of Adam that we have incorporated into ourselves. It is all um, bringing about a very difficult situation where we cannot trust. And so, The gospel trains our faith, and I hope you will uh, recognize that and therefore expose yourself to God's grace, to God's love. The more you do, the more you are able to trust. That trust is given by God, but when it is given, it it settles into a very untrusting human nature. And so there's a battle going on between, between trust and doubt. And that's our wrestle with God until we settle in him. Listen to this program then any time of the day or night. Simply download a free app to your smartphone or other remote device. You can download SoundCloud or Spotify or Podbean and key in how it happens with Colin Cook when you get there. You can also do the same with, you can go to Google Podcasts, or you can listen online, I'm sorry, listen on the radio at 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and other surrounding uh, uh, cities and states. So, here we are in uh, this chapter 8. This is the chapter, you remember, that is talking about freedom from the judgment of death and freedom from the power of death by the resurrection of Jesus from the, from the dead. Another way of saying this, uh, describing this chapter is life in the Spirit. And this is one of four chapters describing life in the kingdom of grace, freedom from God's judgment in chapter 5 so that we are reconciled to him, freedom from the identity and condemnation of sin so that we are no longer reckoned as sinners and but innocent in him, and freedom from the judgment of the law where we now recognize that by faith in Jesus we are accounted as righteous in him. So then Paul says in the middle of this chapter, Therefore, brethren, in regard to uh, 
uh, therefore we need to consider for a minute. Let me just read the text, though. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. What an interesting or peculiar verse. Why the therefore? Well, he has previously been saying that when we are in Christ, the body is counted as dead. That is, it is no longer able to judge us and condemn us or even identify us. That is, not simply the body, the physical skin we live in, but the whole human nature that we are in. That human nature is counted as having been judged because of sin. But the Spirit is alive because of righteousness, and the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, um, as he dwells in you, will also give life to your mortal bodies. So then Paul says, Therefore, brethren, concluding all this passage, which is a, a rather long one from chapter verse 1 in chapter 8, right down to verse, uh, um, verse 11, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. Now, let's ponder that carefully. What does the flesh, now remember the flesh is not your skin, the flesh is the body, the flesh and this body are the human nature in its fallen state, except where Paul identifies it in its uh, new life in Christ, that is uh, in verse, eight, verse 11 you see where he says God will give life to your mortal bodies. But now he's talking about the flesh as the sinful fallen human nature, and he says we are no longer debtors to it. So how does the sinful nature, the human nature, make us feel debtors? Well, you know, it's as if the body or the human nature, the natural fallen human state, talks to us. And it says, you are mine. You belong to me. You have to do what I say. You're guilty, you've done lots of wrong, and you need to pay for that guilt, for that wrong. And so it is altogether appropriate that you feel guilty, and that you feel ashamed, and that you feel afraid. And the body continues to say, the human nature, I want you to continue and always be ashamed, and always feel guilty. And so when things go wrong in our lives and frustrations happen on a daily basis, the body starts, the human nature starts calling out, this is because you've done wrong and you deserve to feel this. And if we lose, um, what, uh, if, if some situation of great loss comes into our lives, the human nature says to us, you deserve this. You deserve to stay in guilt, and feel continually ashamed. And so, you see, the human nature wants to drag us down. It, of course, doesn't have a personality of its own. What I'm talking about, really, is that Satan knows how to create circumstances that cause our mind to speak back into ourselves, to speak negative thoughts and feelings and then it come and then think about it in re regard to sin or or addiction 
um, you feel the urge, the common, the, the, your favorite, your drug of choice um, calls out to you, as it were, and um, says, you have to do this because you are mine, the human nature says. Um, I own you, and uh, it's only right that you should pay your dues. And it's almost as if we zombie-like go into our addictive behavior because we feel we deserve to punish ourselves, we deserve to be punished, or we have to do this because that's the inevitability of our human nature. Now, has, has it occurred to you to think, to realize that this is going on, that your body is, your human nature is saying, you owe me, you owe me. And unconsciously, we are responding to that as if we have to do this thing or as if we have to feel guilty and ashamed and afraid. Now, you understand, don't you, that when Satan succeeds in tempting us to feel guilty and ashamed, he's creating the groundwork or the seedbed for addiction because addiction is an escape from pain. What pain? The endless drag of guilt and shame and fear. That's what. That's the pain. Yes, you can say, well, I was abused as a child and, and on and on. Yes, those are factors, but there is something far deeper than that. And that is the human nature which is under the power of sin and death in, king, in Adam's kingdom. And it is constantly trying to drag you back and away and down. Okay, I've said enough about it, I suppose. What's the alternative? You know it. It's faith. And it's faith that praises. It's faith that talks affirmatively to God and says, Father, I do not owe my sinful nature, my natural humanity, anything. I do not know. I do not owe my human nature guilt. It demands guilt. I will not give it guilt. It demands shame. It demands fear. I will not give it shame and fear. Why? Not because you're an arrogant person, but because you believe that something has taken place on your behalf at the cross of Jesus Christ, and that is the atoning sacrifice. Christ's death was on behalf of and for all humanity. He took the judgment of all mankind upon himself, and therefore you are free to say, Lord God, I refuse this guilt. It doesn't mean that you are in denial. You can certainly acknowledge that you have done wrong, but you don't have to go crawling around forever in this mud pile of guilt that forever tells you to be ashamed because that's all you deserve. You have the right now in Christ to say, Father in heaven, I refuse this guilt even though I am wrong. I have sinned and I confess it to you and I thank you for your forgiveness and I will not wallow around in guilt and shame and fear any longer because Christ took it at the cross. Now you understand that's what I've often called bounce back ability. The resilience of faith that enables you to bounce back from a failure or whatever circumstances are in your life that cause you to feel down and out. We no longer 
Oh, the human nature, the, our fallen human nature, anything. And as you realize that, and as you bounce back, and as you live by faith in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you will find a lightness developing in your spirit. A lightness that gives you a little joy, a little more bounce. You can go forward in faith, and you are not so threatened and harassed by these um, this, this downward pull of the human nature that says, you owe me. So it might help you to write down what you think your human nature has been telling you for so many years. Um, in what way has your human nature been saying, you owe me? Your experience is different from mine and mine from yours, and everyone has a different history. But nevertheless, you will be able to detect where your human nature has been speaking to you in regard to your debt. Well, your debt has been paid, and you no longer owe the demands of the sinful nature, your fallen human nature, anything. It doesn't mean you walk around in arrogance, you walk around in great humility, with gratitude in your heart to God the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ, who, has who have decided to lift your burden and enable you to walk free. Thank you for letting me share the good news with you every day. If you would like to make a donation to support the program so it can continue on the air, it would be so very much appreciated. The budget, this is a small ministry. It's a long-lasting ministry of 43 years or so, 44, I think, now. But it's a small ministry, and so we live from hand to mouth. And if you could please, please help, it would be so much appreciated. Please send your donation to FaithQuest. P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160, or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless. <laughs>